Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Liz Cannon, along with the under-pressure Baco. How are you, sir? What a lot of people don't understand, Luz, is that there's a lot of pressure performing a podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it's good, uh, just like uh, something about Mary. You gotta, you gotta let it loose before, before Yeah, and it's like you show. have to make sure the Skype connection's working mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, that uh, you pressed record. Yeah. It's a lot to think about, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm well. How are you, man? I'm great. Uh, Episode I, I, 102, baby. We're not talking about Dalmatians this week, are we? Well, we can. 102 Dalmatians was a sequel. It starred um, uh, Glenn Close as the uh, Cruella Deville. You want to just now? Do you want now? I'm hey, probably the ugliest hot chick, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's not. Yeah, uh, she's some nasty squish. <laughs> definitely, definitely have to. She's definitely got angles. There's there's different angles. Yeah. Well, her name's her. Glenn for crying out loud. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, what what woman do you've ever met named Glenn? Right? <laughs> that is true. Oh, she, I bet that. she could knock out Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I, We're off and running, of, baby. Speaking of, uh, you know that the little dump near me called Herman's Hideaway that has mm. all the uh, randomly in March. Guess who's playing there? 
Danzig? Doyle. Oh, yeah. He was just here. I almost went, but I don't know. Ah, why would you? Why would you? He doesn't even, he doesn't I am even play a fan. guitar. I am a fan. That guy, I mean, every day he gets up, he ingests like, uh, uh, I don't know, three pounds of steroids. He does his hair <laughs> in that uh, greasy thing, paints his face. You think he, Can you imagine him at Starbucks just like other, other people? I'd love to see him at Starbucks ordering a, a pumpkin spice latte. Yes? Yeah, of course. Uh, it'd have to be vegan. Oh, vegan? Okay, that's right. Vegan, a vegan latte. Do you have any coffee that's vegan? Does, does Starbucks even know what that means? I don't even know what that means. Don't you, you think you your vegan? average Starbucks order has too many words in it for Doyle? <laughs> yeah, his entire response like is, yeah, he can't even order. He's got to just say, he goes like, coffee. That's it. Yeah, there, there's no way he's like, I'll take a Frappuccino latte with a little bit of pumpkin spice sprinkles. And could you leave room for cream? <laughs> Uh, what size do you want? Coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sir, what size do, do you want to use credit card or cash? Whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's a man of many words. And uh, apparently he doesn't play guitar. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, well, we heard that from Joey, who heard it from... I can't remember who he said it was. Not that important. I have... I don't know. I, maybe? I, I, I'm not sure what what to think of it because... The the guitar parts for the Misfits and his own stuff, it's not hard to play. Right. And I don't know. I, I've seen him a bunch of times. It looks like he's playing, so I don't know why they would have somebody off stage doing it. Um, maybe they got a guy, uh, f- you know, filling things in so that, you know, he doesn't have to be as tight. Uh, and he can be more the monster running around or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything. I don't have anything other than what we, we heard. So I, Yeah, all right, all right. So we went off, uh, you know. Anyway, so the point is, I'm a little sore, Baco. I'm a little backed up. And that is because there's a lot of albums that came out this year. They got, you know, we've done this every year. And that is, uh, they, these albums, they've got me all worked up. They're, they're artists that I like. And they almost took, took me to the finish line, but I'm left with nothing but blue balls. And that's the albums we're talking about. That means we're, almost, we're about halfway there, living on a prayer and living on a sore sack. So what kind of what kind of albums you want to you want to talk any you want to start with you want me to start I think you have a few well let me just kind of elaborate on what you were just saying because we definitely come at this differently um, especially when it's someone that I'm fired up to hear the record by it takes very little for me to like go oh my god I'm so happy I got this like right away like I'm easy to please right out of the gate if I'm already into the artist all right but then. They just don't sustain it for me, and I, you know, kind of like we were talking about Danko last sure. episode. Th- as time progresses, and and I get a little more like I find myself being more like disgruntled, and I'm like, you know, did he really say that? You know, I'm not, ha- I'm not happy in this relationship. Where you, you pretty much know almost right away. You, you are much more critical and clean right off the gate. I need to when I have a, a emotional connection to the artist. I need I need to let it uh, breathe a little bit before I'll be honest with it. Yeah, see me, I'm, I'm cr- super critical in the beginning, and then sometimes there's a couple of tracks. Your that wife I'm, thinks so too. You know, I'm super critical, and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm super critical at first, and then sometimes there's a couple uh, tracks that I finally warm up to. That's it's kind of the reverse for me. Like I, I there's instantaneously, yeah, there's dislike, and uh, and. and uh, Anyway, so 
there there are quite a few here that I have, but for uh, my okay, so an album I I should define album this way too, and this goes into our top five, which we'll go we'll kind of go into this as well yeah. in the next episode. Is an album to me is there's a lot of artists now, and a lot of it has to do with how the industry has changed that they do what I call front loading for the albums, because there's there's so much there's only so much attention you can. You can have, and this was uh, talked about in a different podcast too. And we'll go into our top five by podcasts. us. I, I, I can't remember if we've talked about this before or not. Um, I think we have, but it comes okay, down. But anyway, to, carry on, carry on. Yeah, just like an, a real album, the the uh, track listing of it and the, the the flow of it is important. Like you don't want very to, much, right? So you and um, Michael Wagner sequencing they call that sequence exactly the sequence of it. Uh, Michael Wagner talking about, and I can't remember what it was, but he said, like, here's the four best songs in the album, every album oh, produced. Yeah. The first track, the second track, aside one, the first track, aside two, and the last track, aside two, are the four best songs when he is producing. Right. And I think there's a lot of argument, too, to go to it. We might do an episode called Track Three, because there's a lot of um, A lot albums. of Track Three singles. Right. And stuff like that. And, and Actually, um, a lot of Track Three opening singles, like the first song released from a record. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. And that's sometimes if you want in this, you know, we're bombarded by music these days, go to track three sometimes for a, for a band you don't you don't know, because sometimes that is their best song. But going back to this, um, that's what a lot of these albums did is that they front loaded them. The first four or five songs were great. And that just fell to shit for the second half. And I think a lot I of that thought Red Sun Rising's uh, polyester zeal was like that. You're right. Yeah, that one was front loaded, too. Like I liked I would that 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 passed the blue balls test because I think I like seven or eight out of the eleven, um, but yeah, it definitely fell apart on the second half. Sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's a good record overall, I think. But the first four are just like gangbusters. And unbelievable. Then it's like, yeah, and then it's like eh, not bad. Right. Right. So that's the deal. Like like an album, the ones that are my top five at least are ones that are sequenced right. Or actual true albums, not a bunch of songs wedged together, because I can tell that they definitely saw the art of the complete uh, work. So, what do you want to start with? Why don't you start? Because I did last time. I know you have a few of Blue Balls. Okay. Um, well, fair enough. On um, uh, the Goodbye June record is a bit of a Blue Balls record for me. Really? Uh, yeah. The, 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 this one is uh, front and back heavy, and in between it kind of dies down. It's a pleasurable listen all the way through, but the killer tracks really stand out. Okay. And uh, any tracks specifically you want to feature, or do you just want to continue on, or what, what do you want? I mean, Bamboozled to me was just you know a, a song that kind of carried the summer a little bit for me.
Yeah, man, great pick. That that is a a killer track. And again, great those... band, by the way. If you haven't seen them, just you're watching just some high end musicianship across Nashville, the board. Nashville people, right? Yeah, hard hard to find a good musician in Nashville. So kudos <laughs> to them. You know, before we do another blue balls one, what I'd like to do is that there's a. Uh, I have I gotta tell you though, overall 2017, I really don't have any complaints on because I I, I have a pro- few. I broke a foot. Um, <laughs> Talk about uh, no, music. I, I didn't break a foot. I, I, I fucked up my foot, me. broke a wrist. Um, uh, but no, 2017 has been a lot of fun other than my body. No, listen, 2017, fuck 2017 for me, a personal personal life. It has been horrible between income and me falling down the stairs like an old man, <laughs> me having a temporary career as an Uber driver, um, yeah. me, me, uh, uh, you know, but, but my, my whole point of that is that there's been so much music that has gotten me through. It has been a horrific year. No, it's been a pretty good year music wise. I, I, that's what I mean. My gut tells me 2016 was better for me. Nah, not for I me. haven't compared. I have not put it side by side, and we haven't touched on our top five, so we'll see. No, and and and, and uh, one of those I'm just going to touch on, and I'm not going to uh, feature it because it hasn't. I just listened to it like one or two times. I can't. There's a couple cool parts, but it didn't completely grab me. Is that finally one of my the new bands, Taylor Swift? <laughs> one of my bands that I love two of their albums and a few others too, but I love Deliverance and I love Wise Blood, and that is Charisma Conformity. And they finally are back with Pepper Cannon because that's the only lineup that I cared about um, when they had that that lineup. And they're sure. coming out with a new album in January. They're back on tour with Black uh, Label Society. They're coming to town. I'm, I've got press passes to it at the end of December. I am excited. So here's the thing is that the, uh, they have a single called Cast the First Stone, which I believe is the, the name of the new album coming out, too. But it's pretty solid. It's it's not to the quality of those. I really hope there's better tracks on it. Um, so I was excited. So that's kind of a blue ball single in general for me. And but one of the ones that I'm just going to feature is that uh, one of the bands I discovered this year from an album that came out, I believe, in 2015, was the funny named. But I know that you like the tracks I've played here, and that's Audrey Horn. Remember that that funny name? It was uh, yes. There's a song called uh, Volcano Girl. That you really liked in a previous episode, yes. Mm-hmm. Coming back yep. to you, big harmonizing guitars, huge. That's sound. on the list of like. By the way, a little inside because what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, go ahead. Is that Loose likes to uh, demand that I give him all these records or here and there, and then he always on the on our show says, "I'll send you that." Literally, go back and keep score. I haven't got any of them. I'm still waiting for body count. I'm still waiting for Audrey Horn. I just remembered. Uh, so carry on. Okay. Well, I'll send it but to you. thank God I got you the Glorious Sons in such I'll, such I'll short order. I'll, I'll send it to you, okay? Yeah, yeah okay. Right. Anyway, yeah, okay. so. You heard it, so I'm never going to get it. <laughs> so, oddly, so oddly today on Spotify, this wonderful thing called uh, uh, Release Radar, which like, sees your whole algorithm and sees what stuff you like. Spotify, it, it, or as yeah. Gene Simmons calls it, illegal downloading. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> so this made it. This made This is a new single from Audrey Horn. And again, Thin Lizzy guitars, just huge harmonizing, catchy as fuck. Big butts. Big butts, and that is their new single that came out today, and that is This Is War.
All right. So ridiculous name. Apparently it's named after a character on Twin Peaks and mm-hmm. their album. You must check out that I've played two tracks on is called Pure Heavy in 2015. This one you looks should like send it's that out. to me. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I'll send, send that to me. But anyway, so what what Blue Balls albums do you have? What were some bands that came out this year that didn't make it for you? Um. Well, the the new Foo Fighters, uh, I was pretty hyped for, and it didn't really uh, didn't really back it up. I guess you know, I mean it was it's a good record, but it's it, it's all over the place, right? Just odd picks. There are some songs I really like, but they're just it's just it's very similar, I would say, to a Queens of the Stone Age. But there are some good songs. Yeah, no, I I actually enjoy the record overall, but uh, the, there doesn't seem to be the, almost kind of different what we were saying earlier on uh, on the Goodbye June. This is more kind of a plateau. There really aren't a lot of highs. There's a couple, but uh, for the most part, it just is kind of an even keeled, kind of middle of the road record. Well, do you, do you know the story about how they they ended up picking the producer for this album? No, I don't even know his name. Yeah, his name is um oh it's uh, Greg Kirsten, and Who? um Greg Kirsten, you ever heard of him? No, that doesn't sound okay. Like okay, I actually don't like the production on this record, but we talked about that already. All right, um, but it did just, he? Bubba, it, hold on, hold on. Did he use the Neve though? At least that the big board <laughs> he did the whole. No, he did not. On, on yeah, HBO? The, that uh, the the whole documentary about Sound City. Yeah. Uh, no, that's still sitting in his garage, not being used. Uh, okay, that's that doesn't make uh, any sense. C- continue. Uh, but yeah, anyway, no. Uh, Greg Kirsten, or is that the uh, he has done stuff like more poppy stuff, like Britney Spears and uh, Har Har Superstar, a local favorite here. Kylie Minogue, Kesha, Sia. Are you fucking that, kidding me? No, three oh three. Um, a, a recent Devo record, according to uh, uh, Wikipedia <laughs> here, but foster the people, that kind of stuff. But wow. uh, Dave, Dave, um, wanted something with big kind of harmonic choruses, All right. which you will notice that are pretty much throughout the entire record. So he he clearly had to have a role in some of the songwriting, if 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 that was the case, but. Oh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the record? I mean, did you, you know, do you kind of feel the same way? Like it's, or did I do. you like it more? Yeah, I mean, we played like that one slower song. I can't remember the title off the T-shirt? top of my head. No, that's that's the intro one. But you played another one uh, on our uh, our Gene Simmons. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But the, the, the that one was that was good. Dirty and water. Dirty water. That's that's a great uh, slow burn. And there's also. It's a single. It has a very odd. The sky name. is the neighborhood. I like that song. I like so that song I. too. I like Run.
Yeah, man, for for a band that you know can still sell out stadiums, pretty big disappointment, don't you agree? I don't know, disappointment, uh, a little bit of a letdown. Let's put it that way. That's fine. That's fine. And here's another band too that's scattered all over the place, you know, and that is Stone Sour. Now, yeah, yeah okay, I get where you're going. Yeah, I mean, keep going. Well, I'm just saying, like, they're ones that have that are what you're talking about, where, like, that one Foo Fighters album's uh, album, they always have some highs, and then they have some songs you cannot recall at all, but they that if you did a greatest hits, like a headlining show of Stone Sour, because you saw them recently, right? Like, about two months ago? Yep. Were they great live? Mm-hmm. Set list, I'm sure, was incredible for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I texted you a picture of it with along with mm-hmm. another picture. Yep. And that's the whole thing is that they're this here's a perfect example of what I hate about albums these days is know your limitations. Self-edit, just like podcasters. We edit on the show. We know what stuff we need to cut out. There's no reason that anybody should have 17 tracks on an album. There's- oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is not the 80s when we're going hey, suddenly we have all this room and we need to put 15 songs on here. We know better now, okay? Go back to the the format of like f- 35 to 50 minutes. That's what you get. Max, max, yes. brother. Yeah. I mean, my God. I would it is say, hard to f- stay focused as an album well, you when can't. you go beyond that. That's Unless every- you're going to do like The Wall, you know? Double album. This is enough. This one they put out was enough to be like, it's almost like a use your illusion length album. It is. It's a triple EP. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into that in a second. That's a good point. That's a funny term. So, but yeah, I mean, this is, it's, it's too long. It's meandering. But the, the thing is, is that I would say all my top five albums are less than 40 minutes looking at this list real quick. And I think that's accurate. I would say in general, I, in my favorite albums of all time, pretty much, hit in that category and right. even this record that we're talking about uh i remember initially you had a much more favorable view of it than i did and then after listening to it a few times I, it, it was exactly what you're talking about there was just too much fat to cut out once yep. i got through it a couple times i'm like there are good four to six songs on this record and 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 there's this good solid album worth of of, of music here and then there's like seven songs i don't want and that, that's the problem with all this is that all of a sudden, again, old school, I don't look at it as here's a collection of songs. I look at it as a complete piece of art. And that's exactly. the pro- problem. Yeah. Is it, 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 it starts to... Um, when I hear the last notes of uh, um, uh, I Want You, I'm all immediately thinking of the... Right, the next. Right. You know, I mean, my brain automatically goes there. But the thing is, is that there are some of the best songs that Stone Sour has released in quite a while on this album. But when you Absolutely. have it, if Drink. you have it surrounded by a bunch of turds, it stinks up the whole, the whole meal. And so that's why this is a Blue Balls album for me. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know what song, you know, the, the title track, Hydrograd, is pretty good. They're funny titles overall. Like, I might even go through them. I, I've mentioned them in a previous episode. But... Do you have a particular one? Because there's one that really grew on me that was a single earlier, um, but but now I, I like a lot more. 
The song three, I like yes. a decent amount. Yes, okay. that's that's the one I wanted to feature. Is at first I was like, ah, oh, this is too poppy. I'm like, this is just a well written fucking song. It really is. If you take a step towards me, you will take my breath away. So I'll keep you close and keep my secrets safe. No one else has ever loved me. No one else has ever tried. I never understood. How much I could take
That's cool. I'm, I'm surprised you like that one. Yeah, that, that, that really... Uh, That's because you don't listen to anything I fucking say. Sorry, man. So you've not gone to too many concerts lately, right? Stone Sour and... Has there been a couple more since then? Oh, no, no. October was kind of a busy month for other crap. Um, I, I passed on Trivium because they wouldn't give me two passes. And I've seen them a couple times. I have two photo galleries from other concerts. And I'm like... I, you know, I'll go out and I'll, I'll I'll cover the show and that kind of stuff. I just, it's kind of an irritant with me. It's like you you, you act like you're being so like I'm sorry. We only have you could. It's fucking trivium. You have room for two people. Oh, they did the thing where they said they don't have two passes. Right. So I just right. I, I passed on it. And by the right. way, they reached out to me with both an interview opportunity and the the, the credentials. And then when I asked for a second one. Just because if I'm going to go there and review the show, I should enjoy the show. And you know how you do that is when you're there with somebody. And plus, when it, I, you got to have a little bit of help. It, it always makes a difference. So sure. I just said, fuck it. You know what? You're not Katy Perry. OK, I, I'm not doing this alone. But you would do it alone for Katy Perry, right? Of course. Yeah, I'd, I'd almost insist. Oh, yeah. I mean, being up front when she does roar. Amazing. Right? Oh yeah, it's, it's such a great song, don't you think? It's just mm-hmm. uplifting, and and My that's daughter, the reason that I'd want to be six feet from her just to to sure. hear her roar. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's move on to somebody in that caliber of of artist, and that is Tom Kiefer. Yes, I have. I, I saw Cinderella. I recently yeah, him saw. And, t- I think he uh, him and Vince Neil are roommates. <laughs> what they got the people that can sing and the people that can't. It's like oh, the they both c- live in Nashville. They share an apartment. Oh, okay. It's, it's, so it's the odd couple. He just like he falls down the stairs and eats cheeseburgers at midnight, and Tom Keeper is just like <laughs> resting and drinking tea to make his his vocal cords still work, so he doesn't have to go back in surgery. I'd love to see this yeah. too. Just messy, messy as fuck. Tom Keeper is getting Tom Keeper is getting uh, vocal cord surgery, and Ms. Neal's like, "Why bother?" <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to sing. That's it, the odd couple. It, this is Vince Neil. Tom Kiefer. He's a Vince Neil. Is this Vince Neil's voice? I don't even know anymore. I can't. Eat a fucking Chipotle. Oh, you'll you'll sing much better there, Tom. No, no, but but also I can see that they're they're fucking with the thermostat, and, and uh, <laughs> Tom Kiefer is turning it down to sixty degrees all the time because that man. I don't know if you noticed this or if he's sick or something. I've never seen any human sweat more than this motherfucker on stage. Yeah, he came out looking normal. Uh, he strummed the guitar once and then was basically like he walked out of a shower. <laughs> I was like thinking I couldn't get press passes for this. So I went to the show anyway. And and I was like, I'm glad I'm not in the press pit because I'd be soaked. I mean, this guy looked like the scene. You know the scene in Airplane where... where, uh, where oh, yeah, just, where uh, Robert Stack. Is that his name? What's his name? Uh no, that's not the actor, but whatever the, the lead guy is, he's just, just yeah, sweat is just pouring out of him. Sweating more than him, yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, the original drummer in Jesus Chrysler was a sweater. That fucker had his shirt off before the second, first song was over. No, I mean, uh, the, the, when I was watching him, I was like, he should have, you know how uh, Steven Tyler has the um, the scarfs on his mic? Yes. That, that guy should have had, like, Jim towels hanging on the mic <laughs> and just, like, wiping them off. I was just watching him. I mean, he was going to work. There's, there, I have no complaints on their performance. He was running around. He's going all through it. And, like, like he canceled two concerts before out of, like, uh, ex, uh, like some kind of, 
I don't know. You know, they say dehydration. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, I mean. Okay, okay. So it's right Robert, by the way, Robert, he he sweats like Rob, Robert Hayes in Airplane. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Zing! That's a great scene. That, we're going to put it as a, one of the show art. <laughs> put Tom Kiefer <laughs> right next to that guy in that scene. But yeah, so I, so I watched that, and, and I have, I got to tell you, it's been a while since I've seen a concert. First off, the lineup was uh, uh, Lita Ford, which I could care less about, and then and then I was like, thank God he's headlining, because I confirmed that before I went. I was like, because I've been to a show, like I told you, where Lita Ford headlined over Slaughter and L.A. Guns, right? Well, that's so, actually kind of a benefit, because then you can leave after Slaughter and L.A. Guns. Right, but they just play a short. That's what I looked at. It's an old man lineup. You just leave at uh, 10 o'clock and you're done. Here's the thing. Like, she gets up there. First off, I never knew that she played lead guitar, because I didn't really care during, during the 80s about, about her stuff. Good, good performer. Voice sounds good. She looks good. She wasn't wearing her red outfit. Well, like she's last a talky time. singer too. She talks. She talks too much and everything like that. But they played a, like a, at the end of the concert, the lead into Tom Kiefer. They did the um, uh, "Don't Close Your Eyes," "Kiss Me Deadly," and "Cherry Bomb," and one other song, "Hungry," the one you played on your the last episode. And it was good. I'm it was kind of surprised better. she played that. Yeah, it was still a good. It was still a good uh, set, and I was. I enjoyed it, even though I really don't care about her. And then it went into Tom Kiefer. And I got to tell you, I haven't seen, I have been wanting to see this lineup forever, and, and, and it just hasn't worked out. And uh, I saw Cinderella in like, didn't see in their heyday, but I saw him like 2000 on some one of those retro shows okay. with, uh, with whatever lineup. And they fucking killed it. It was unbelievable. Best, best uh, act of the night. Loved them. And I was never that big of a Cinderella fan, but they were just such a good live band. And so I've been waiting to see, and, and, and since then I've just I've wanted to see them again. And then he went through the vocal surgery. And you've seen him at least twice, three times? Yeah, I saw him two to, uh, two, um, twice, two years in a row at Grand Rock Timber. Yeah, this was a 90-minute show, though. It was a headline show. Have you, has he played like... Um, boy, probably not 90 minutes, but he played over an hour because um, uh, he was a headliner the second year. The first year he was... Um, you know, kind of late middle of the day. We played probably about an hour. So I probably saw 11 songs and maybe 13 the second time. What was your impression of the band and him and his vocals? Well, I want to premise this by saying I'm not the hugest Cinderella diehard. I don't have a... I, I love them when they came out and, and I bought their, their first couple records, but it was never my band. So this might sound like sacrilege if you were... if Because, you know... Whatever. I would rather see this band than see Cinderella Unite. He's got, uh, you know, two female singers. One's his wife. He's got a, a, a keyboard piano player and two guitar, a uh, guitar player and himself. You know, so it's a full band, and he can do a lot more of that kind of full arrangement than I think he would be shackled to with Cinderella, where he'd either have to have like Gary Corbett come on as kind of like this guy on the side of the stage. Sure. But uh, and nothing against any of that. I I'm sure I would enjoy a Cinderella show just fine. But it was so good, and it it really was like the highlight. I couldn't believe how good that band was and how good he sounded too. Because I'd heard all the stories, and it was just amazing. The set list was spot on. Sounds like I maybe saw a song or two you didn't. Um, yep. Because uh, he loves me and doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah, he was odd. He he opened the the concert with a song that I thought was one of his solo songs. He's really played like three of them, but it was uh, he actually played the title track off of "Still Climbing," which was their failed fourth album. That Never came out, even like, heard it. N- neither have I. 
was like, what the fuck am I listening to? And it wasn't that a bad song per se, but it was, I was like, is this a, then I looked at the set list after and I was like, what, what a weird choice for that. But, but spot on the entire night, my God, exactly what you're talking about. I don't see any reason he should get back with Cinderella because his voice, he did not mess around. He was not doing the whole uh, Dokken or Vince Neil or any like kind of like like just <laughs> the kind corpse of corpse of Dokken. Yeah, the corpse of Dokken just kind of going. Wheel me out on stage, boys. Yeah, Chipotle runs. No, this guy went full on, sweating over the stage, just on fire the entire time. I smiled basically the entire concert. That's all I got to tell you. It was just a lot of fun. All I can tell you is after that concert, they must have taken him in the back and just hosed him off. Just. It was, <laughs> amazing the amount of sweat that man lost he must have lost at least five pounds in sweat yeah. alone. but let's play in, in exactly what he would have said at the end of it and that's save me
Alice Cooper had a new record this year. And, uh, oh, it's it, definitely a Blue Balls album. Continue. Yeah. Um, I like it. Uh, and, uh, you know, for me, I, I've been kind of uh, just becoming a much bigger Alice Cooper fan in the last two years. But Mostly this because record, of me. Me and your wife. Yeah, um, for just do me a solid. It's because of my. It's wife. because of her. It's because of her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, I like the record. I really do. I um, unlike uh some of the contemporaries that I would compare him to, Kiss. Uh, this record at least sounds like something he wants to do. He sounds invested yep. in the project. Yep. He he's trying to put out a record. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was good, and there's a couple really cool tracks on here. Absolutely. What do you got to feature, though? Oh, God. You know, I, I, I did such great preparation. I have no fucking clue. We already played uh, the um, the Fireball, Fireball song. Um, I'm, We've already played a couple off here, but let's play uh, one we haven't, obviously. Holy Water. Cane. I got a black cat on a golden chain. I got a white shirt with a bloody stain. Going to the river of love. She got long hair, big brown eyes. She belonged there. It was no surprise. Nothing wrong there. She made me realize. We're going to the river of love. We're going down to the river of love. Depravity. I got waylaid by all the gravity till we went down to the river of love. She is an angel. Her name is Tiffany. She kind of strange though, but my epiphany. I wouldn't change yo, cause she's a gift to me. And she leads me to the river of love. We going down to the river of love.
Yeah, man. Good pick. I'm the same thing. Like this to me, this album is a lot is a better produced version of Eyes of Alice Cooper and uh, Dirty Diamonds, essentially. I will defer to you on that uh, level of speculation. It's very, it's, it's 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 a scattered album. It's kind of like it's a little over the place. Has no focus. And I say that not as a as a dig. It's just that you know some some songs hit, some they don't. But um, yeah, man, I was really surprised. I thought you were going to play a different track. The school's out. <laughs> what did you think about that live? Those live tracks from the original one. Whatever, it's okay. It's like a bonus. Yeah, it cost yeah. me two extra dollars. I'm all for it. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of useless to me. I was like, okay, I can hear them play. I thought the um, two songs that he did with that were new songs with the uh, uh, current surviving members of the original Alice Cooper band, they were okay too. Yeah, they were okay. That one uh, All American Girl or whatever, yeah, kind of doing the yeah. transvestite thing, a little trendy, but uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he's been watching a little too much Netflix. <laughs> That's right. He's been watching or uh, HBO or whatever channel transparent is on yeah oh, oh i've, I've never abc watched that. family i don't think it's on that channel <laughs> that's amazon prime but yeah, yeah so yeah it's, it's okay it was okay but you know our fr- friend of the show joey of rock strikes 10 he's i think it twice joey. or at least once he has seen that original lineup reunion at uh some random record store in texas that would be pretty awesome to see that would be, yeah. No, and hats off to Joey. If you haven't listened to his show, go check out Rock Strikes 10. It's much smarter than this dumb show. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know why, As, though? Because why? he doesn't talk. He only plays fucking music. Here's here's uh, here's another track by uh, uh, Radiohead. <laughs> but not the one you know. Just kidding, Joey. We love you. So let's go on to the Oh, next absolutely. Thing. That comes out of a place of respect. Of course. Anytime we bust balls, we don't bust your balls if we don't like you. So here's, here's the Or thing. if we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in between. Is that right? No, we do, we're not a middle-of-the-road podcast here. Yeah, that's, that's not, yeah we're not middle-of-the-road. Because um, there's only two sides of a road. There's the, the left and the right. There's not three sides to a road, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, there's the middle, man. There's the fucking oh, middle. Oh, you're ca- that's you're not a side, is it? You're kind of the yellow lines is the third side. Damn it. It's the edges. It's, it's the there's edges. four sides. Oh my god, it's too much. So here's too many thing. sides. One of my bands that I know I've played uh, many times in the show, Shaman's Harvest. Uh, there's some tracks that I know you have dug that I've played before. And they had a new album called Red Hands and Black Deeds. They're all about these titles that I always forget. Like, if you ask me right now, I would say Black Hands and Red Deeds. But uh, Silver Tongue and Racy Ladies. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, it does kind of sound like a Volbeat title. Ooh, um, uh, not but, what I was going for, but hey. Yeah, yeah it's I'll true, take it. So, any, so anyway, Shaman's Harvest, their new one. Uh, this is the biggest knock. The, the big knock I have in this album is it has... Big knockers. Bodacious Tatas. <laughs> no. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't seen Bodacious Tatas, check it out. Just Google it. I've, and, only, uh, seen, then, I've go- only seen Bodacious Tatas 6. <laughs> Google Bodacious Tatas and then clear your Google history and, and burn, your, burn, your, burn your computer. <laughs> and, then, and then ask hey, for... You- have you, been, have you been for- anything I've ever seen? I was in uh, Teenage Butts Let's Go Nuts 37. Hey, uh, why don't you type in All Holes Need Filling, Volume 8. Well, that's, a, that's another good track. 
another, another good show. Yeah, here's let me let me tell you. Cobras and Fire has ways of getting you divorced quickly. Let me explain yes. how. Here are the things you need to type into your Google machine. Poop sex. Uh, yep, that one too. Uh, Scheiser porn. Type that in. Yes. <laughs> Hats off to Courtney Cronin Dold. Exactly, that's right. That was a steal. What do you say? Uh, okay, so going back to the Shaman's Harvest. <laughs> no, let's keep doing this. I got a poop sex story. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> We're not going to go into that. Now let's do it. Now let's do another Copers and Fire Hard Laugh. Let's go from poop sex to Shaman's Harvest. Yes. I don't. That was the actually their working synonymous. title for the new album was Poop Sex. Oh, they got that uh, from, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They stole that from Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. Can we move on here? I, I can't even get to it. I'm trying Listen. to let you, but you keep pulling me back in. No, I'm trying to do a Rock Strikes 10. Let's just introduce a song. Can I do that, please? Here's the song. You know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So this album, first off, it's produced horribly. It's like a quiet, I don't know how to describe it, but if, if you were, like you've described albums being blue, this is like, um, uh, I would say, uh, special needs purple, okay? It is, it is a, <laughs> a terrible, terribly produced album. There are some great, it is an album, which I'll tell you the reason it's Blue Balls is there's a ton of highs that get you going. And one of those highs is the song Soul Crusher. Just give me love 
Baco, so all right, lose Cannon. What's what's another kind of blue balls album this year? Well, friend of show Rob, um, and uh, you know, uh, and by the way, instead of doing an impersonation of Rob, I just got way too drunk by five o'clock today. (laughs) So you fell asleep and you couldn't do the podcast. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, before I did that, before oh, I wait, fell asleep, wait, actually, I went... Actually, actually uh, a friend of the show, Rob's going to be on in here in a few few minutes. Should we just keep saying that and he never shows up like that one episode <laughs> yeah. There he is. There he is. He's recommending a song for us in a band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, he, uh, he, he when, when we did the uh, Rock and Pod Expo, his, his uh, pick a song, any song, was a Jason Isbell song. What was it called? Uh, Something about uh, Cumberland. Yeah, Cumberland. I think uh, it was uh, Cumberland. Like, uh, uh, yeah, Cumberland, or you know, like what's that thing that wraps around your waist when you get a tuxedo? Cumberback or oh, Cumber Cumberbunch. Cumberbund. 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 Isn't that the name uh, of a famous actor? Uh, uh, oh yeah, Cumber- um, uh, Benjamin Cumberbund. Yeah, remember Cum- uh, Cumberbund. He plays Cumber- Batman. He doesn't play Batman. He plays uh, <laughs> like like I think he, he's in some. Yeah, he's in Doctor Strange and Sherlock Holmes and ah uh, Sherlock much, Holmes. That's right. Um, yeah. um, com, um, isn't it? Uh, Cabbage and by Patch? the way, is there anybody whose face looks more like someone who's named Benjamin Cumberbatch? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he should have been named, right? Yeah, like when when someone like nobody says, "Oh man, I thought you were Steve." When they get introduced to Benjamin Cumberbatch, no, no, no. You want to say it's either that. It's almost like he is somewhere in between <laughs> the baby and the old man version of Benjamin Button. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. He's like, and he's like, some snooty uh, pinky pointing uh, tea drinker, right? He, he kind of looks like he's uh, a transformer that's in between, like a car and a, <laughs> and a robot. Uh, he looks like uh, Peter Chris crossed with a, a piece of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! Uh, yeah, so Jason Isbell was his pick. Uh, I went up and bought the record, and I quite like it. It's 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 refreshingly country. I, I think the 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 record is called Nashville Sound or something mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. But the opening track, "Last of My Kind," really connected with me. There's a lyric in there that says, "Everybody counting on the one and the three. If you know what that means, you you, you can relate to at least." Uh, what it's like to be a musician, but uh, you wanted to do kind of a weird double shot, kind of an outside the box thing, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit outside the box. So, we'll, so we'll that's do... my pick. What do you got? Cool. Yeah. So there's a band that I've never been really into, except that I love the song that they had. On, except. Um... <laughs> and here's Kool Aid. <laughs> so anyway, my pick is a band that I've never really liked. Um, I'm, I'm not 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 liked them, but the whole like, uh, did you ever get into like the whole Irish punk rock thing at all? You know, there's two big ones that I always get confused. Um, Me too. 
Dropkick Murphy's, oh, and what's the other one? God, this other one sounds very similar. What is the other one? One of them has the singer from Fastway. Yeah, that's a very odd. That is a fun fact that you know because uh, I knew that too, and I cannot think of them right now. It's Dropkick Murphy's, and there's is Dropkick Murphy's the Boston band that does that fucking dun, super dun. annoying. But that's, that's from them? a famous. That's from the movie that I'm trying to reference. I can't think of right now. With Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, oh, Marky Mark. God, that song fucking blows. Is that the one I you're don't playing? think so. Uh, fr- oh it's from, my from god, Boston. that is seriously you can't play that. That is the douche. I'm not playing planet. that song, motherfucker. Flogging oh, Molly is one you're god. thinking about. Flogging, Flogging Molly. Molly. But anyway, so it, yeah, it's a it's a quick album. It's like 38 minutes, which is right in my my zone. Um, I don't like the whole album, but track two on it is excellent, and it's called Rebels. With the cause. <laughs>
can't see the stars from neon light. Sidewalks dirty and the river's worse. Underground trains all run in reverse. Nobody here can dance like me. Everybody clapping on the one and the three of mine. The last of my kind. Am I? The last of my kind. So many people with so much to do. Winter's so cold, my hands turn blue. Old men sleeping on the filthy ground. They spend the whole day just walking around. Nobody else here seems to care. They walk right past them like they ain't even there. Am I the last of my kind? Am I the last of my kind? And Daddy said the river would always lead me home. The river can't take me back in time And daddy's dead and gone And the family farm's a parking lot The Walton's five and dying Am I the last of my kind? Am I the last of my kind? I tried to go to college but I didn't belong Everything I said was either funny or wrong Laughed in my boots, laughed in my jeans Laughed when they gave me amphetamine Left me alone in a bad part of town Thirty-six hours to come back down Am I the last of my kind? Am I the last of my kind? Mama says God won't give you too much to bear might be true in Arkansas, but I'm a long, long way from there. And that whole world's an old and faded picture in my mind. Am I the last of my kind? Am I the last of my kind? Am I the last of my kind? Am I? Last of my So you want to finish this up and we'll go into our uh, 
and stay tuned for our next week when we, we've gone from random rants with garbage and gold last episode. We got blue balls albums and we're working you up, people. We're working up to our top five between Baco and I. The the definitive the list are getting longer. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're getting to the end. We're 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 deciding when are we going to finish, and we are going to finish with the top five albums here, the definitive list. But before we go, we're going to leave you with a live track from a band that both of us love the lead singer. My God, cannot do any wrong. But let's do the sign-off, and I'll intro it. We're going to feature a kick-ass version of uh, the track Midnight Moses by Dead Daisies off their latest, latest. they just did a live album this year, and it's it's produced perfectly. So if you want a little uh, mix of everything of the last three albums, it's a very good package. And speaking of packages, what do you have to say? Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. And it's got massive blue balls. All right. I want to hear you guys help me sing this song. Mr. Tishy.
Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.